0: everybody! Sacred Rebels! Woo! Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium here with
1: Erica Lane!
0: Yeah! Um, Welcome. Hello. It's Monday. We are here. We showed up. And it's crazy ass astrology out there. Yay. So, I think we do need to take just a tiny bit of time to kind of like recap the insaneness that happened last week., um, and then we'll go forward.
1: Perfect. So um, yes, I would say the main thing to recap on is over the weekend, we had that um, grand cardinal cross between Pluto. Um, at the last degree of Capricorn, and that's opposing the sun, was opposing the sun at the last degree of Cancer. And then we had both of those placements squaring the newly placed nodes in the Aries and Libra axis. And um, along with that, we kind of like, I feel like it was kind of like at that standstill with that over the weekend, Feeling this, like, you know, transformation and coming kind of thing. And then the sun moved into Leo, Venus went retrograde, Chiron went retrograde. um, And the sun moved into Leo. We're officially in Leo season now. So just a lot of shifts took place. We went from just this old energy to this new energy, basically, the the way that. In like
0: a day, in like a 24 hour period.
1: Yes. So, yes. I guess
0: that does make sense. I literally spent the entire day in bed yesterday. So, if you did some of that this weekend, I'm sure you were feeling it. Yeah.
1: Like a purging almost. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had a really laid back weekend as well. Like it just it felt like it was just a reset maybe, yeah. a reset needed.
0: Yeah. Like the way that you just said needed. I had like a vision almost of like, uh, well, because the rest of us is not going to slow down anytime soon. Like, (laughs) like you had to slow down then kind of a feel.
1: Well, that makes sense. I do feel that. I feel like uh, there's just so much like fire energy getting awakened, especially like I thought it was cool that, you know, last week I totally missed that Chiron going retrograde. No, I'm happened. so mad at you. I know. I'm man. so mad at me too. Ugh. I was like, how did I miss that? Um, but yeah, that happened yesterday as well. And I'm like, man, like we are really, cause like Chiron is in Aries and Venus is in Leo and we're, t- we're inward turning this fire, you know, where is that fire within you? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. It's
0: powerful shit. So I got. I have to like go off on a Claire tangent with this for a second, because I could feel it. Because my Chiron in my chart is retrograde. So in my normal life, walking around, I'm constantly going inward and healing myself, and it's fucking exhausting. So when Chiron goes retrograde in the real life, I finally, it's like. A oh. Like I get a fucking break and I felt that like I knew I could feel it coming. I think I even said it on our last podcast. I said something about Chiron. I know I did. But like with that being said, with Chiron being in Aries, my Aries moon. Now the north node is in Aries. I have Lilith in Aries and it's all in my 12th house. So I finally, for me, I feel like I have all of the pieces connected to be able to finally see where I can go because my emotions are not in the way.
1: Ooh. No, I love that. And I completely resonate. My Chiron's also retrograde in Leo.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I do you not feel this. I feel that every time.
1: No, oh. I, now that you've said it that way, yeah. though, I do feel it. Because you're, you're absolutely right. That is exactly what it feels like. It feels like I can feel the weight of my previous months of healing journey kind of coming to this finality. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, I can actually just apply this now. Like I can just exactly. go with it. Yep. Whereas
0: everybody else that does not have Chiron retrograde in your chart, you guys are going to be going inward in this time. And that's not a bad thing. Like the amount of learning that I did in the past, probably like six months about myself, the inward EMDR sessions, the healing of my past, the fucking synchronicities. It's Aries. It's so fast. And you have the North Node linked up with it. Like this is going to be a big, fast healing journey for a lot of people in this retrograde. And it's going to be good. So take advantage of it. It's exhausting, but just fucking do it.
1: And <laughs> this is like inner child stuff, you know? This oh, yeah. is this is like your sense of self. Who are you? Again with that inner inner fire. Oh my
0: god. Okay, so this leads us to the point to talk about why I look weird right now. Um when I was a little kid, I even just sent a TikTok of this. I don't know if I sent it to you where um
1: Yes you did. I know Mom exactly. Mom one
0: where she's like my wild ass country kid running out and getting this uh little kitten. I literally sent that and then, and then I had it. a whole thought of like oh my god how weird because I was looking through different little like cat videos and there was this one girl that was giving readings off of what cat you have or whatever. I have a million. So like I, I was, I was finding it extremely interesting, but I had the whole thought of like, wow, I haven't ever had a black and white cat in my whole life. Um, My niece, my, my little mini me, Macy calls me up and is like, Claire, my dad won't let
1: me keep this. What do I do? So, he is we, so stinking cute too we have a baby
0: <laughs> I have also this weekend four new baby ducks I'm so exhausted I have so many baby things why did I start telling that story Oh inner child because this is who I am I have always imagined that I would have some sort of a, like, rescue, nursery, whatever. I don't, there's a part of me that wants to say mother goose, but I don't even know what that means because I can't remember that nursery rhyme right now. But, like, that, like, just that kind of a feel. And then if people want to be coming and, like, living and staying here, they fucking help, you know?
1: Oh, my gosh, you just pointed that out. Like, you're doing what you want to do it's there's an imbalance that you're the one doing it all yes yeah Mm -hmm.
0: but i know that help is coming i know that change is coming i know that we're going like stuff is going to be changing but like um and and you know i don't like not love this like this fucking little cat is amazing i mean yes having all of these scratch marks on my arm is not fun but like new new is coming new 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 and we all said that, and I got the physicality of it. Yay, Taurus rising.
1: <laughs> and the nurturing, the nurturing energy fucking, that we're going into. Uh, that's my word for the year. Nurture? Yes. Ooh, and mine was authenticity. And if I could stick those two together, nurturing authenticity. Like, I Ooh, feel like that's perfect. the collective fucking message. Yeah, the- you.
0: I feel like you constantly say that in, in these in our podcast lately,
1: uh-huh. yeah, and that's what that's also to kind of touch in on that Venus retrograde. That's what that's also about. You know, it's like with it being in Leo again. This is back to like identity, but it's more of like like I would say Aries is just identity. Leo is like the pride in that identity. You know, so it's like, and and then Venus added. There's also and I know I say this word a lot. The value you know, art, like you're going to be more prideful of your authenticity, the more that you take pride in it. So like, that's what we're kind of turning inward about right now too.
0: Yeah. That like, I I had like a whole vision of, okay. I need you to say the first part again, the, the, and you're probably not going to remember it. Damn it. Okay. Hang on.
1: The The Aries being identity and then Leo being the pride in that identity.
0: Okay. So, um, when it comes to, I made a TikTok about this not that long ago, about like being the main character in your life. Um, And I've had lots of talks, lots of whatever. And this is very Leo energy, is main character energy. Um, So is Aries, like full yes. on. Yes. So right now, because this is so... I wanted to use a fun word like Venus, 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 whatever. So Venus, um, we're having to look at the tiny little details of what makes us proud of who we are. I'm proud that I have raised my niece to be exactly like me to when they find a baby kitten, they find help. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud that no matter how tired I am or whatever, I'm always going to save a life. I'm proud that I will always look a little weirder to people. And that's who I am, like tattoos, hair, whatever. Like, I love that. Woo, You know,
1: <laughs> I love that. And I feel your fire, you know, like I feel your fire and like people need to realize that like that's that's what attracts, magnetizes aligned energy towards us. You know, like what you just said, like it's like a moth to a flame, you know? Yeah. And you do. You are you are like a superhero when it comes to rescuing, like rescuing animals, rescuing people.
0: Yeah. My mom hated that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I think even now it's even better because like I know that at one just to point out how far you've come I know at one point you would just rescue to rescue yeah. and now I feel like you you're 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 an even better rescuer because you're applying that rescue energy to those who are really ready to be rescued you know those who really need oh. your rescue
0: and I can like take it on Cause there was times where I would take in humans and I was not a good human at the time and it would drain me, it would drain them. And like, you know, it was
1: that self-love, you Mm -hmm. know, like the, like the more that you can love yourself, the more that your cup overflows with love to give.
0: That is the definition of nurturing.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100, 100%. And that is where that wounded thing comes in where we think that when like we just overpour without pouring our own cup and we think that's being a good nurturer and it's the opposite of that, you know?
0: You have to take time for yourself. There was there was a part in my day yesterday because I was sitting here thinking, I wondered if there has ever been a day where I was like, I'm going to stay in bed with Cho. Um, I know I've done it if I've been sick, you know, but I've, I don't think I've ever done that literally my whole entire life. Like ask roommates, anybody of you listening, if you've ever lived with me, I would go days without coming out of my room, just go run into the bathroom. I ran downstairs at one point and grabbed like a bag and like filled it with a bunch of snacks and then ran back upstairs. Like I do that. This is like I need that recharge, and I have not been doing that. And me and Cho had that whole like established like we have to have a moo. I have to have a moo, moo day, um, refresh on that. If we'd have, I've never told you it's a day like if he is absent a lot from the week, and I feel that I have been doing the majority of the house shit. <clears throat> I get a muumuu day where I get to lay in bed and he caters to me.
1: (laughs) I love that.
0: I'm going off topic. Okay, let's get started. So I want you to say more if there's anything to say about Chiron Retrograde and then let's go into today.
1: I don't know that I really have much else to say about. I know it's going to come up later. So actually, let's just leave that. Um, So today... On top of these retrogrades, and okay, so like I said, just a quick little recap Venus is now retrograde, Chiron is now retrograde. We're officially in Leo season, and we are still getting these aspects to the nodes. So, um, Venus currently at 28 degrees, Leo is forming sextile and trines to the node so it's like trining the north node in aries and sextiling the south node in libra and then the moon is also in libra today um so we're feeling we're feeling like more sociable but also just to kind of point out this is the first time that the moon is in the same sign as the south node while it's in Libra. And
0: has been in so long. Like you're like probably, I want to say 12. Why do I want to say? Well, no.
1: For the, I don't know what you're saying. Sorry,
0: never mind. I mean, it doesn't even matter. So what that means is that we are getting a full look at our past when it comes to Libra energy. So probably relationships.
1: Yeah, so we're very relationship focused right now, 100%. That's even the same in the human design side of things. And Mm. on top of that, we're we're feeling the South Node for the first time in um, Libra. So basically the way that I'm seeing it is like we're kind of feeling that push to let go of this need for social interactions to be perfect or relationships to be perfectly balanced or everything to be fair everything to be ordered correctly like we're kind of like oh wow I've been really pushing for perfection in this area of my life and it's just never going to be perfect like I kind of oh. think that that's the way I'm feeling about South node in Libra I it's love like that. yeah
0: Back and it's to also, what like, I said, what we said the last time moving in that what I thought peace was never an option. Comfortableness was never an option. Why do we strive for it instead of just accepting and adapting?
1: I also just have this whole thing about like social issues, like people who are very socially awkward or um have a lot of social anxiety. Um, A lot of that comes from you overthinking the interaction in your head, trying to, and you're, you're kind of like stuck in yourself with it. Like, Oh, like, like you're putting eggshells for yourself to walk on, like you have to say this, right. And you have to watch your mannerisms and how long you stare into their eyes and this, that and the other. And I feel like maybe we could take that weight off as well. And like, if you are someone who struggles with social awkwardness or social anxiety, like really try to face your fears with this at this time, like And also, also to realize that things don't always go in a diplomatic way. You know, sometimes a fair resolution isn't going to happen. Sometimes you just need to put yourself first. Sometimes you might have to hurt someone else's feelings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you might have to get a little uncomfortable and things might get a little tense or awkward. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. No, that's-
0: I, ju- I think that's perfect. Like that's, that makes so much sense because you know how I always say that Aries energy is like dick flapping energy. Like it's it, moving into that Aries energy and like now thinking that most of the collective is going to be going inward about that same kind of like. I want to use the word ego because it's also Leo season probably, but like it's more of the immaturity of actions. So Mm. we are collectively embracing uncomfortableness and I mean, just on a fucking global level, that makes so much sense. But like, it is personal. It is big. It is all of the things. But like, that's going to be the big thing with that. Cause Libra's harmony. Libra is that, yeah, like, let's balance everything out. And it's just like I started saying, like, oh my God, fucking so many babies in my heart. Nothing is in balance, but I'm accepting and I'm adapting.
1: Mm. I also want to point out too that the south node in Libra, the moon in Libra is also highlighting Venus. You know, it rules yeah. Venus that just went into retrograde too. And so you might also realize this imbalance is coming from your inner values not aligning with other people's inner values. Ooh. The things that you take pride in not aligning with the things that other people take pride in, you know, and then you can kind of like what you just said about the dick flapping energy. I kind of see that playing into that, you know, mm-hmm. cause you're like, well, I value this about myself. Why the fuck don't you? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, because I value this about myself. Why the fuck don't you, you know? And like
0: my, I have to say where my head just went because, uh, there's this weird in between phase right now where it's July, like after pride month um and then all the way till let's say probably September where I don't know how to decorate my house <laughs> you know like yes and I'm like I, what kind of a flag should I put up like outside I'm never gonna fly a United States flag and you guys can fuck off if you whatever that's just how I feel and, and she's
1: from a small town I'm a,
0: this is a very small town and this is why <laughs> this is hilarious I found a flag where it's the Jesus. I saw that. And I'm like, oh my God, because just what you were saying, like all of them value the, the weirdness of man organized religion and how I am not. I am the devil to them. I am sin. I am whatever. Um. So I so badly wanted to buy that flag, but then I decided not to because that brings bad juju and I'm going to buy a flag that says one love.
1: I love how even with the South node in Libra, you kind of just pointed out how we could still bring that into the middle. You take Aries, Aries moon lady, Claire over here. And she's still even like, you know, but Libra South node reminds me that it's really just all about love. You know, it's not <laughs> about starting a war with my neighbors. Yep. Oh, okay. But you know, too, in that meditation that we did before this podcast, I kind of just saw this vision in my head of like covering the whole world in mirrors and like, just, I had this quick little thought of like, if oh. everyone looked up at, and saw themselves, would they be proud of what they're doing?
0: Whoa. Let's you know? make that the like fucking quote for right now. Cause that's Ooh. exactly that's what
1: I'm going to title this video. Okay. If the atmosphere was covered in mirrors, would you like yourself?
0: Would you be proud? I think you would need you be to be proud of proud. yourself. Yeah. Would you be proud of yourself?
1: mirror I'm just gonna write is proud I'll remember
0: yeah wow I'm I'm proud that's why I listed off all those things so yeah I want you all to think about that okay Monday
1: (laughs) well that was Monday
0: oh thank god
1: okay okay so Tuesday the moon is going to conjunct the south node. So it's going to have moved further into Libra. And we're going to really feel the south node, I guess, is what I'm saying tomorrow. We'll feel it today, but we're going to feel it more intensely tomorrow. And while that's happening, we're also getting a yod formed between Venus, the south node, and then both of those pointing up at um, Neptune. Oh, fuck. Okay. So explain (laughs) what a yod is. So a yod, they call it in astrology, the finger of God. Yeah. And and so it's when, um, two placements form a sextile. And then those two placements also form a quincunx that like they both quincunx, which forms a point to the other planet and whatever planet it's pointing to, which in this case is Neptune is kind of like the, the God. And I love that because Pisces, Neptune, Mm -hmm. literally fucking God, like that is that, um, But I think that it's I think it's also showing us how like because I'm going to talk about this as the moon moves into Scorpio that like we try to force healing a lot and force transformation and force peace and force harmony. And I think that this is a good little reminder that we are still guided. We are still spiritual. There is still a greater plan. It's not all within our control to do like just allow it to happen. Stop trying to force it to happen Uh, and just allow it to happen. Love that because yeah then after that tomorrow the moon will move into scorpio and then also just to point out this is our first moon in scorpio without the south node being there so we're going to feel scorpio moon without the south node for the first time in 18 months
0: oh and- my god that's going to feel good <laughs> oh yeah, i just want to cry about that no right me now. too
1: me too honestly because it when that was going on it was a very big emotional Depth, depth, you know, intensely deep, like Mm -hmm. into our psyche, into our subconscious, into our shadows. And I think that like, we will feel that, but it will, we'll feel it more in a way of like pride again, you know, pride for that work we've done over the last 18 months of all the shadows that we have integrated of all of the subconscious that we have become more aware of, of all of the psychological work that we've done.
0: I just had a whole image of, you know, um, oh, it's 11, 11 right now. We have to make a wish. Wish made. Okay. Um, you know, the Ed Sheeran's new song. I'm, I'm not that well versed with it, but I, for some reason, know the video because I must be following him on YouTube or whatever. But um, he, it's the dancing with my eyes closed. That one, you know. Dancing no, with my God. eyes closed, blah blah blah. Well, anyways, in the video, he's dancing with like a giant purple like monster. And <laughs> I had to like look it up because I was like, why the what the fuck? You know? Um that's what he imagines his like depression monster. Oh. Yeah. So I just had a whole image of you like we now have made friends with our monsters. Yeah and we get to just chill we're in leo season in fact we get to have fun
1: yeah dance with them yes that was a perfect
0: oh god i love ed sheeran he has like the same birth chart as me by the way yeah <laughs> if ed
1: this- sheeran. sheeran's tuning in <laughs> yes
0: yeah. he lives in a small town like it's just like, like it's really weird anyways keep going
1: <laughs> you guys even have similar hair now
0: Oh, yeah, because I have been lazy.
1: <laughs> it does look more like redhead orange, yeah. though.
0: Oh, yeah. I wonder if one of my things will. Mm, probably not. I, I like... buy those like hair things. So it makes me look like I have more hair. Um, None of them match. I have so much to do to my hair. I just don't have time right now. And I don't fucking care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like your hair. Thank you. But yeah, no, I love that that's a great metaphor. And I think that that is very beautiful, honestly. Yeah. Like, and it's true. Like if you have been doing the work, you're going to feel the results from that. And I think that's why we feel that internal fire kind of lighting back up. It's like we've spent, it's almost like spending a year and a half in like hangman energy. I you just know? saw
0: like a padded room yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like Scorpio spending,
1: spending the last year and a half in a psych ward yep. and now you're you're walking out those front doors what are you going to do with your life you know dancing
0: with my eyes closed
1: <laughs> wow beautiful okay no, i don't think that i have
0: things with that i
1: hope not why <laughs> for youtube oh I don't think I have anything else to say about Tuesday. Nope. Okay. So Wednesday, um, the moon is still in Scorpio all day. So it's, you know, we're still kind of in that intense emotional world. But again, I really just don't feel like it's as intense this time. I feel like it might be you know later on but we're kind of just getting that fresh that fresh intensity and also keep in mind guys that that we're still in the manifesting building phases of the moon too so that adds some lighter energy i guess to it as well but it is also kind of like maybe you're assessing the things that are still holding you back the negative thought patterns um kind of just like that those like little triggers where you're like ooh, that's still there you know yeah i've been working on this for the last year and a half but like ooh, i still kind of feel that there but i feel like it doesn't feel as daunting yes. you know okay yeah. and um also mercury starts to meet near venus in retrograde it's gonna make its conjunction soon so um I think also with this, and I also pointed out here too, that Venus and Mercury are going into human design or they're going to be in human design gate 29 together, which I kind of already talked about on my Facebook, but it's basically like saying yes. And like jumping into the unknown, it's like the business luck, you know? So like, that's like the gift of it. Like the shadow of it is, um, Oh the shadow of it is like when you are not fully committing to things. Yeah, yeah you're okay. not fully committing to the moment. You're kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And and uh, the gift of it is like just do it. Just do the damn thing. Okay. You know, that's kind of how I see it. And so I, when Mercury and Venus align here too, it's like just say it. Just like like a thought comes in and you act on it a thought comes in and you like and I don't even mean like necessarily like physically act on it but maybe it's like you notice the thought and you transform some type of like story you're telling yourself from the inside you know especially with these retrogrades happening um
0: man this feels like eclipse season
1: (laughs) because
0: oh because no, the, oh, the last eclipse was scorpio e taurus oh that's why because that like everything you were just describing i was like i had to like let go of everything i thought was like fucking normal and just flow
1: it is very it's also very eclipse energy because of pluto you know squaring oh. the nose like nodes just freshly shifted. Everything's at the last degree. Even Venus retrograde is at the last few degrees. How long does the yod last? Not very long. That oh, is, just. I mean, that day or whatever. I mean, it depends on how you look at it because like, I guess I should also point out that when I pull these charts, I get overwhelmed by aspects a lot. So I always refine my aspects down to tight aspects, which means that okay, they like only the show important. me- the only, yeah, they only show me like the ones that are exact, you know, like exact degrees okay. kind of thing. Um, cause otherwise I could just go on forever, but, yeah, um, no,
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. So, so yes and no, depends on how you look at it. I feel like I point these things out when they're at their height and point, but you might like, just to let the viewers know, like I'm pointing them out when they're at their height and point, but you might feel it the day before a couple days later. Like, that's yeah. why you should watch the whole week, you know, yeah. because yeah.
0: And it can like apply to so many different aspects. Like you have 27 degrees, blah, blah, blah. And it's a 27, like there's so many things. So yeah, I get you.
1: So like me as an astrologer, I'm besti- I'm basically <laughs> like investigating for points. For like point moments and repeating patterns and themes, you know?
0: Hmm.
1: So this is one. And it's also like... I don't know. I just really like the phrase saying yes. I feel like saying yes for Wednesday is a good way to summarize it. Also, like the sun is in gate 31 at this point, moved into Leo. It's about like leadership through role modeling, basically, and leadership through showing others how to be their own leader. Mm. So, so like, it's very say yes, do the damn thing. You're leading yourself. Like you are in control of yourself. You're leading yourself. And when you're doing that, you're also showing others that they're capable and they can lead them to their damn selves. Like don't try to lead people in a way that keeps them dependent on you. That's not.
0: Ah, love it.
1: You know, and that's not authentic.
0: Yep. Cool.
1: Okay. You got anything else to say about that?
0: No, I'm excited. It's because of what we're doing on Wednesday. This is going to be the funnest day ever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even make that connection until just Oh, God.
0: I was thinking about that whole time.
1: Oh, I love it. So Mm -hmm. much Leo energy, too. Like, I don't know. Okay. So Thursday, Thursday the moon is still in Scorpio until around, like, 8 p.m. Also put here, too, have you guys ever heard of Why am I saying you guys? (laughs) Have you ever heard of the book? Um, It's called The Big Leap. (laughs) So the the point of the book or the summary of the book is that every time you make a big leap in your life and I always think of big leaps as, as this transformational, this transformational energy, it's like, you're making this big leap from your old self to your new self, from the past to the future, whatever. But according to this book, whenever you do that, the universe kind of tests you in a way, um, to like,
0: are you sure that feel? Okay. Yeah, So
1: like, you know how every time you make a big leap in your life, like you kind of also, <laughs> uh something kind of shits on you, like maybe you get sick or something in your car breaks down or like something kind of happens. And I feel like it's kind of like this little test like of like, buyer's
0: hey, remorse feel almost.
1: Yeah. And okay. so but to kind of keep in mind, though, that. I feel like it's the universe's way of kind of making sure you're ready for the, for the next level, for the growth, for the expansion, you know, like for the abundance, maybe like, Mm -hmm. how is your, how are you keeping your vibe where you're wanting to go in these moments where maybe your, your vibe is tested, I guess, you know, and I think this also might come up a lot in social interactions because of everything else that's going on. So maybe, you know, oh, you, you say that you're ready to leave these old patterns behind and you want to, you want to make new friendships that are more aligned with you, you know, like then, then old friend comes over to kind of test you, you know, like, Mm. "Eh, you going to go back there to those circles, you know, or, Mm -hmm. or are you going to go, are you going to be uncomfortable with having nothing for a second and allow room for the new to come in? Yep, And I know that I've been dealing with that type of energy like all year, you know, like being, being okay with the nothingness, I guess, like being okay in the limbo land, like the in-between period of the old me and the where I want to be, you know, because there is always that yucky in-between moment. Like you go, I hate, I just, I just hate that people sugarcoat this shit a lot. Like me (laughs) quitting my job to do this full time. That wasn't just some like easy breezy, like I quit my job and everything was great. Like, no, there's been a whole year so far of yucky in between energy of like the unknown, the anxiety, the judgment, the guilt, like all the things that I've had to
0: break sit- down and yeah. you had to be breaking out your limiting beliefs and figuring out your worth. And yeah, no, it's definitely not. And I mean, there's a part of me that wants to say, like, this is us, normal Americans that, or whoever, normal average humans that do not have a shit ton of money to fall back on and blah, blah, blah. You know, if you're wanting to do and be who you want to be, it's uncomfortable. It takes a moment of complete shedding Which is so hard. And a lot of the times people don't take the time to shed and they just jump into their next life in the same role and it doesn't work. So, which is
1: also why you shouldn't be forced trying to force these transformations you know because there is a higher power at work here mm-hmm. it knows exactly what you can handle and when you can handle it and maybe you're like in that uncomfortable phase and you're just trying to run through it you know you just yep. want to get to the other side and it just it just doesn't work that way yep yeah um yeah okay i'm going to leave it at that for now so thursday wait, I'm already in Thursday. Oh my God. Okay. Good. Thursday. Cause I talked about not forcing it moon still in Scorpio until 8 PM. So after 8 PM, then the moon is going to move into Sagittarius and also Venus, Mercury and black moon Lilith are all conjunct closely at 28 degrees at this point. So dude, that say yes, that say yes. Energy, you know, and this is
0: Thursday. You said, yeah. Okay.
1: Like we're feeling it on Wednesday, but it hits this like this heightened point on Thursday, especially with Black Moon Lilith coming back to right there again too. Like right there with Mercury, with Venus. Like there's so much energy right there. And then like that's why I felt the need too, to look into the human design gate for it because of like how long everything's kind of staying at this 28 degree mark in Leo. And I really like how it also kind of talks about like facing that like unknown, like kind of like with our meditation before this too, like being in that nothingness and instead of being terrified of it, seeing it as like potential, it's potential for all this new. And that's why the new can't come in. If you're still hanging on to these things in the past, like you can't play that game where you're like, well, I'll just hang on to this until something better comes along. Like I really, through my life experience, I know that it doesn't work because I've tried to do that and it doesn't fucking work. You have to just cut it off if you want that new shit to come in.
0: And I mean, you can cut like, okay, so for example, I uh, recently had a whole conversation session with a client um, where we ended up figuring out that this job that the significant other is at, it is the problem that is the problem so it has to be cut off just like you said but it doesn't mean like it has to be cut off and you do nothing it just you can't do that anymore so let's say it's let's say it's healthcare let's say it's taking care of people you know you are burnt out you can't do that you have to move on to something else. Go work at a gas station. Go fucking sell corn. I don't care. Like, do something else where it is not going to require you to care for other humans. Because you are burnt out. And that's, like, you just need to switch that. That is the thing. But just don't go into doing nothing. Because I think that a lot, and I know that I'm going to sound like a fucking grandpa when I say this. The younger generation fully does that. Well, they'll just jump in and do nothing. You have to do something else. Like, yeah. Okay. We have learned now as the older generation, burnout is a thing. Okay. So if burnout happens, you have to switch to do something else in a different field.
1: Self-care though. I think that that's a thing too. Self-care is still doing something.
0: Well, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. But like, I guess my perp. I went on a high horse with that, but burnout is real. And I am so fucking over people trying to pretend it's not
1: bypass. Yeah. Everybody's trying to bypass a lot of things that you just can't bypass. If you want to get to the next fucking level, you can't get over burnout. If you don't Mm -mm. face the self-care that's been lacking.
0: Yes. So, yeah. And that's like, that is, I feel like something that's bubbling up humongously and that is going to be like a big deal. I mean, we're heading into another winter and I feel like healthcare hasn't even fucking got a break and the fucking nursing homes, like my grandma had a lockdown not that long ago with the COVID thing. Like it's not even fucking winter. Like all of these people are putting in way too many hours, way too much shit, giving half-assed care to these people that need full care. And we all, like, it's like everybody just kind of needs to shuffle. Like, if you've not been doing healthcare, and you've been doing fucking working at Rue 21 for 17 years, go work at fucking healthcare for a little bit. Give these other people a break. I don't know. That's just
1: me. You know, no, I love that. You know how I told you, like, over the weekend, I've been thinking a lot about, like, the next feminist movement, like, yada, yada. Well, I've always kind of went on tangents about this before, about how, like, the the OG feminist movement was great. You know, it did a lot for women. But the problem with it was is that instead of it being about, like, cherishing, respecting, and valuing feminine energy, it was more about how well we could compete with masculine energy, and mm-hmm. that's why we've gotten ourselves to this point where we're hyper every everyone yeah. is hyper masculine it's way in balance and i think that's cool to say in balance too with this south node in Re- libra you know peace was never an option wow. us trying to compete with them was never going to bring no. about what we fucking wanted you know and so now like even with this lilith and this venus and like all this shit going on i just feel like this push of just like realizing how much we have neglected feminine energy like yeah. how can like could the next feminist movement be so big that it bleeds into our infrastructure into our the way we take care of the planet the way we respect our nurses our child care workers yeah. all of the jobs and things out there in the world that go into nurturing things that's the thing we we yeah overvalue instant gratification and instant results and we completely fucking devalue all of the nurturing that goes into better results and more success down the road because we don't want to have patience we don't want to sit in this uncomfortable limbo fucking land like i don't know man i feel that very strongly
0: me too and i want to like cry about it and i can feel that and i want to like scream about it but like yes <laughs> we yesterday... exhausted yeah like, can you
1: guys just come help us
0: yeah there's like i was ha- i had a whole thought i think it was on saturday yeah it was on saturday um i had a friend that just was like hey um I don't know what's going on with me. I just need to talk or something, or maybe I need to connect with my mom, blah, blah, blah. And it's a friend. So I was like, okay. And um, I don't even know, lost track of time. I think I was out here for like five hours. I have no idea. But um, it was just a matter of like taking the time to listen and f- help a person figure out what's going on inside because she's a nurse
1: yeah oh my god and they carry like they're carrying so much that like i love, love how you just said that because that is another divinely feminine approach to this whole problem and again back to that not forcing things like when, like just allow people to be fucking people and yeah. just witness it just be there with them just hold mm-hmm. their hand like stop trying to fix it or change yes. it or and I've been having this talk a lot with other people too. And even like the masculine energy, like just to kind of shout that out too. Like this doesn't have to be a feminist movement where it's all about us. Like, no, men also play a vital role in this because they're here to protect the feminine energy. Yeah, And they've been and, doing a shit job at that too.
0: Yeah. And the feminine energy back to like my little spiel that I went on is change, is Flowing and doing and shaping into different. The masculine energy is you have to work a nine to five every single day for the rest of your life, the same fucking job. That's unrealistic. We all change. That's a fucking fact. So yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like I, I could go on and on. Like I was told my whole life why can't you just have a job? One job. Why can't you just stay in this job
1: like everybody else? Oh, oh, if you just worked here for 20 years, it would finally all pay off and your company will value you and you'll have all this fucking retirement money. And all of it's a lie. It's all a lie. hmm So when okay. are we going to start valuing nurturing over these fucking results? Like... We'll Like, just to say feminine to the masculine, we'll show you the results, you know, just protect us so we can fucking get to work. Mm. Like, make us feel safe so we can be vulnerable and do the fucking work. And then you'll get the results. And they'll be way better than the fucking results you think you're getting now. You know, give a woman mm-hmm. a house, she makes a home. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It's all true, though.
0: Back to the like salon thing. So that's a side note that we should go on for one second. Okay. We had our first little um, sacred seance this last weekend, and it was fantastic. Um, I first of all, Erica, I'm so proud of you. I don't know if I said that, but like you did amazing. You. Um, it's such a good. It was how many girls were there? Five.
1: Six? Five.
0: five or six. Yeah. And, um, just getting everybody all in one little group. So just to kind of describe this, because they thought we were going to actually like bring fire and make it a whole, like, like a weird. Witchy thing. Yeah. Like our
1: eyes were going to roll into yeah. the back of our heads <laughs> and we're going to be like, I smell Thomas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. It, so it's, um, it's just medium party guys. And it's just, you guys are all sitting and everything's comfortable and we connect to you and your loved ones. And it's such a good bonding time for friends and for family. And, um, I had that whole thought of the salon thing. So Erica, I want you to tell that story. It was a TikTok that she sent me.
1: Okay. So uh, supposedly, and like, you know, feel free to fact check this. Cause I don't know for sure, but I saw it on yeah, TikTok. It's TikTok. Uh- <laughs> but apparently back in like i don't know this i think it was the 1700s before the french revolution and all that um there were the word salon comes from women in france going and like having these meetups with other women like behind men's backs so that way they could like be free to like talk about things they wanted to talk about. Cause you know, like back then it was like women were supposed to shut up and not have opinions and just like all that in the stuff kitchen
0: so, and do the house stuff.
1: Right. So it was kind of like a secret little club where they could all just get together and have some women time. And like, actually, but they actually like learned
0: them. in these times they would teach each other like, Hey, this is, how to bake or hey this is how to sew or hey this is how to whatever like they would teach each other shit
1: and you've also got to think that back then women didn't have as much of a voice so they did a lot of listening so they could also go back and be like you know oh well here's what the men are up to this is what they're doing what do we think about this what's our opinions so because of that it ultimately ended up like they helped start lead the fucking french revolution so um I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. And and then we, we kind of coined that term salon and, you know, obviously it's still used as a place where women get together. So we were thinking about that while we were doing our sacred seance because Because it was all girls. Yeah. And usually that is the case. I mean, I'm not trying to like, you know, be biased or anything, but it it just is the case that more women are into this type of thing. Um, Because
0: we're feminine and we are (laughs) open to change and yeah, we're just sitting here trying to, survive with all these fucking men that don't want to goddamn change they really don't Mm -mm.
1: okay and I think it's like I think it's like okay fine don't change don't change whatever let us get out of the fucking way this space for us though you know like let us do it keep us safe I don't know I wish all right are we ready to move on to Friday
0: yeah
1: okay so Friday, the moon's in Sagittarius, and then I feel like we're we're kind of getting this spark of optimism with this, and we're also seeing kind of like where we're wanting to go with all this stuff that we've talked about so far. I I say that too because it's making trines to the other fire signs as it moves through Sagittarius. So like at first, it'll be trining the sun in Leo, um. And then it'll eventually try the north node in Aries. There's a lot
0: of the fire. And retrograde
1: in Leo, but then also it's making squares to everything in Pisces and Mars and Virgo. Um. So again, it's about our will. It's about our adaptability here. Like we're following this fire, you know. That's where we're going. How are we adapting to continue? Like, how are, ooh, like, think of it as, like, this inner flame, this inner flame. And then wind comes in. How are you adapting to, like, make sure that that wind doesn't blow that fire out? And wind being a metaphor for whatever the fuck is trying to dim your inner light, you know?
0: Love it. How are you nurturing your light?
1: And then, um, to also say about Friday, because we have talked a lot about, um...
0: He's awake.
1: He's crawling everywhere. Oh my god, so cute. Um but we've talked a lot about that like shedding skin. Like, remember when you were talking about like the scariness of saying yes to things, if you have to quit a job and how you should do something, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, when you said that, it made me think of the, what I wrote down about the human design gates of where the nodes are at right now. Um, This might just be some good like tips if you are sitting in that limbo land, the North node is at 3.3 so the third line is is about experimenting right getting out there and getting real life experience and testing and like stuff like that, but it's also about like ordering like it's about like things coming together so. At the beginning, you don't know, you know, like you know where you want to go, but you don't know how it's all going to come together. So this gate is about that. It's about how you like kind of bringing things together. And I wanted to point that out too with the Leo energy that that's something that we can get creative about. Everyone has the ability to be creative. That is another very common misconception. Mm -hmm. Even you decorating your home is creative. Even you organizing your fridge is creative. Even you having a conversation with someone is fucking creative. You raising and disciplining your kids, that's fucking creative. Like you have to get creative about the things you already have and how you can order them together in a better way. Um, It also forms a channel with gate 60, which is where Pluto is. And that's about limitations. So it really, it's like, it is a mutation channel because it's about overcoming limitations. It's about like, like, I just think of like whatever you're trying to bring into your world. So like, if you want to quit your job, Because you want to leave space for this new thing to come in. You know, you have made up your mind that you are sick of your fucking job. You are sick of the way people are treating you. You can't fucking do it anymore. You're burnt out. You need something new. But you just don't know what it is. You sit there with that for a second and be like, what do you already have? Do you have a partner where you could ask them to lean on them a little more heavily now? Do you have a friend that you could go stay with for a while while you figure it out? Do you have fucking... A, a fucking side income that you could do for a while like a side hustle that you could make work. like Claire said, can you go get a job at some pud thing you don't care about for the meantime? like what do you have around you and how can you order these things together to get to the next step? And the south node gate is gate 50, which is about values. It's about changing changing things that challenge the well-being of others. So again, I think it's also one of those things with the South node and Libra in this gate of like, if you don't fucking agree with it, if it doesn't align with your values, stop going there. So like, if you are working for a fucking insurance company and you think that insurance is evil and that it's fucking everyone around and you're, you feel like you're working for the devil, then stop doing it because you're, you need to be in places of value to you. Yeah. And by, and keep in mind that like all those excuses you make in your head are just perpetuating you staying there, you know, like that whole, like, oh, well, I got to do it for money. And I like, you know, even if I make a change, it's not going to change the whole world. Like I've been thinking about that a lot this weekend. Like it doesn't fucking matter if you're doing something that's out of alignment with with your values and beliefs, then you are perpetuating the problem. I don't give a shit if you're just one person or not. Yeah. As you guys can tell I'm also extra fiery. Yeah, Jesus. you
0: are. <sighs> Calm down.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think that, I think that that's all I've got for Friday. I just wanted to point out the, where we're going and what we're leaving behind. And I think this Sagittarius also gives us some opt, like some optimism and also some willingness to learn new things. And willingness to challenge old beliefs and um, go form new beliefs, you know, open your mind to adventure.
0: Yeah. Too new, too change, too baby bird flying out of a nest. We have to do new now. No more old.
1: And get curious about it. Get experimental. Ask questions, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, do some learning, open your mind, hear other people out, do more listening than talking free of
0: mind,
1: and the rest will follow.
0: Isn't that off of, uh, Wayne's world. Is that a mom thing for you? A
1: mom thing. Well, Mm -hmm. I could see it. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've noticed that we talked a lot in code a little bit today. So I want to say, Erica, can you please make sure to link the meditation that we did um in the YouTube so if you're listening to us on whatever else it'll be on the YouTube thing um because we did this really awesome meditation um and the mom thing that we were talking about is uh I have been letting my spirits or anybody's spirits or whatever connect to me more not in office hours and Erica's mom's been one of the main ones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she loves to communicate through music
0: yeah that's a perfect thing for your mind the rest will
1: follow it is Mm -hmm. i love that like just be open to all the things all the possibilities thanks mom (laughs) okay so moving on to saturday so the moon is still in sagittarius like pretty much all day like until midnight um and then Mars, I wanted to kind of touch on Mars here because honestly, guys, like what I did this week was like add in some other little details and fluff since the astrology is kind of like, doing I don't know, it's doing kind of a chill thing this week. Um, so Mars does shift out of, into a different gate on Saturday, which is an investigative wine for like ciphering through past, like past situations to try to find like the meaning or the point in it. So you could be thinking a lot about like like having flashes of like things that have happened to you in the past and be like, what was the point in that? What did that teach me? And it can feel kind of confusing. So also again to just kind of allow that to happen. be curious, have your mind open, see these things in a new light. You might kind of just get like these aha moments. like I have this gate and that's how it goes for me. Like I have these, When I'm seeing those flashes, I'll be like, huh, that's interesting. I'm supposed to be thinking about this point in time in my life, you know? And then usually when I kind of sit there with that, some cool epiphany comes out of it where I realize some kind of pattern that I can let go of or Mm -hmm. um, something that I, something that I didn't take, like that I wasn't grateful for in the moment. And now I am like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm also like mercury is going to move into virgo on saturday too oh fuck um we're gonna have more like precision thinking Mm -hmm. you know that's a good thing that's a good
0: thing it's a good thing
1: and that's kind of how i see it with this past scenario playing out it could be like oh i see it like this why do i keep putting my fucking silverware in that drawer that doesn't make any sense Mm. It would make more sense if it was in this drawer. That's where I'm always, mo- that's how I move in this kitchen. You know, I, it should be more user-friendly. Like I think of it like that. Like Virgo is based, and in- also keep in mind guys that Mercury rules, or being yeah. Virgo rules Mercury. So it's back in its home sign, which means that it's more like quick. It's more clear, comfortable. It's more channeled. Yeah, yeah, it's more comfortable. And when it be, with it being in Virgo energy, this like applied knowledge. You know, this is like the shit. All of the fucking scrolling on Pinterest that you've been doing, now you can actually do it.
0: Saturday, okay. Yeah. Because I have been like, I, I. Okay, I got excited. Um, as a Taurus rising, I listen to a lot of like Taurus, like horoscope, whatever, all kinds of things, and everything is saying like this next month you're gonna be remodeling your house, you're gonna be doing, and I'm like that fucking. I don't have that motivation right now. I am surviving. Like, uh-uh. Virgo and Mercury. That's going to do it. Common. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. Very cool. cool. And then also to more spiritually, it's also like embodying things. You know, it's um, you kind of walking your talk a little bit more.
0: Talking the talk.
1: Okay. So... I think that's it for Saturday. So Sunday, um, then the moon is going to move into Capricorn. We could be feeling more ambitious at this time. So I will actually clear with what I just said, take it. Maybe like Saturday is a planned preparation type of day. And then Sunday is like a do it, you know, like get, get to work, you know? Um, (laughs) I, again, with human design, moon rules saturn so i wanted to also highlight what saturn's doing in human design world and it's in gate 37.1 so again back to that investigative nature but this is also about like relationships built on it's more of like a tribal like relationship oriented placement and it's about like relationships built on the agreement of unconditional love and support meaning that we kind of get a little bit egotistical about this where we think that sometimes we make these agreements based on like a I'll do this for you if you do that for me uh, kind of thing. And I, I love this with the Pisces energy. Like this is what I love about Gates, by the way, how it breaks down yeah. the archetypes of the Zodiac sign. So this is like breaking down Pisces into that piece of like, remember about unconditional love? Mm. Like why are you only doing things for people if it's good? Like if you get something yeah. in return, you know? And back to the feminist movement again, that is what nurturing again yep. is, you know? It's it's giving because it's the right fucking thing to do, you yeah. know? Um, but mix that with the ambition. I think that it's just gonna be you doing what you know is right for like especially if you have a family, it's gonna be like your family, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe you you kind of redo your house in a more functional way that's going to benefit the kids and the spouse or the animals or whatever is going on in your house. And you're also kind of thinking like long-term, like again with the silverware drawer, you know, you're like. This has been, like, things that have been a problem for too long. You know, let's fucking fix it. Yep.
0: Yay, I'm excited. I hope the motivation follows.
1: <laughs> I think it will. Yeah, I mean, we're still not feeling it. We just came out, we just came out of that giant shift over the weekend, mm-hmm. and now we're in Moon and Libra, where we're not feeling the peace. And oh, hearty,
0: yeah. It's, you know? Like, we're, like... Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, okay. I think things light up over the week, guys. If you're feeling worn out, just give it a few days. Okay. So we're
0: moving on to the tarot now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the cute little ghost tarot, the first card is strength. How Leo. Um, this card is about connecting to both your higher and lower self honoring and acknowledging the two sides that make up who you are inside. It calls on you to acknowledge that you have a lower, more carnal and physical self and a higher mental and spiritual self. This acknowledgement implies not only discipline and control over your ego, but also mastery over your complete body of consciousness.
1: Mm.
0: all right oh wait i need that and then this is the metaphysical cannabis deck and we got unconditional fucking love i'm so excited oh god i'm not in the right album okay If this card has come up for you, it is time to find unconditional love. In this card, we see a heart with 33 petals. The outer petals blend inwards from green to pink, purple, and white. And in the middle, the elements of golden pink glisten out into every corner of the card. Small rolled up scrolls float around the heart to represent the soul's contract each person person makes with their inner journey. The contracts exist between partners, friends, and most importantly, family. But these contracts are not bonds that last forever. In fact, they are lessons that teach us to be our most authentic selves.
1: This is like exactly what we were talking about.
0: As we have integrated the lessons of the card of truth, the highest selves of everyone are truly patting each other on the back and showing each other unconditional love. Um, it says a new thought pattern with this is unconditional love is a, my life force and flows through me, creating passion for life. And you could be working with the stone Ruby. And the next one out of the alchemy deck is this one. It is spiritus rector benevolent guide. Okay. Okay. Oh, how easy it is to doubt the presence of the spiritus rector, the alchemist falling into a moment of forgetfulness, feels alone in the laboratory and begins to doubt their work. Disarray and discontent follow. Who do I listen to? Where do I turn to for guidance? All the while, the benevolent guide hovers close, waiting to be acknowledged, waiting to be heard amidst the noise of the world. It whispers words of kindness and encouragement to into the ears of the alchemist. When this card appears, it asks us to recall the guidance that we have received at important junctures in our life. That benevolent presence is constant, not conditional. Oh, I love that. Now is the time. Now is not the time for struggle or fear. Now is not the time for struggle or fear. Soften into the gentle humming of the wise, of the wise bee. You cannot make a wrong choice when the spiritus rector is near. Okay. So to distinguish from the mystical sister card, the benevolent guide card is typically experienced as a presence within, not as another person. Building connection with the spiritus rector requires us to engage with the unseen world, the realms barely visible and rarely discussed. Close your eyes and begin. So to go deeper, you can read the poem I Am Not I by Juan Ramon Jimenez and to ponder the wind as a messenger. Oh my God. Hang on, wait a minute. It was Bodhi because we were thinking of names for the cat. Bodhi means the messenger in German. And Cho was all like, that's what do you what think you go that with? This Yeah, and Cho was all like, oh, what, this message, the message of this cat. He was like trying to like say it. And I was like, Cho, you don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> he wasn't saying anything. He was basically just trying to figure out what the message was. We still don't know right now, I don't think. But okay, anyways. Ah, I just threw myself off because my feelings happened. Hang on one second. So the inner voice, the inner ally. Okay, so we have the strength to listen to our inner voice, do what we need to do, and we have unconditional love and people to support us to do it.
1: And being that unconditional love for others too. yeah, yes. And that's literally a summarization of everything we fucking said. Like the say yes Yes. to the void, you know, listening, being connected with spirit, which is not on, it's not anyone outside of you. That that connection to spirit is completely within you. That inner flame, that inner light, following that. You have the strength to do it. You should take pride in, in the you that you are, the vulnerable you, the authentic you. Yes, (sighs) Yes, <sighs> my
0: mom bought this. Like she, they just got back from Arizona, and I just found this. It's at the little box of motivational shit because we all need a kick in the ass sometimes, and they're little cards. And I didn't open it until we were like in here, and I did. I had no idea what they were um, because I was upstairs all day and I didn't come down and look at stuff. So I'm just gonna pick one, and it says, "Know your fucking worth." <laughs> oh, love dude. God totally
1: damn. That was good. And that's that universe testing you shit too. You know, it's like it's like if you know your fucking worth, then you're gonna say yes. You're gonna yeah. jump into it. You're gonna commit to things yeah. that you
0: know you're worthy of. What are you proud of? That mirror thing. Back to that. Okay, guys, we only have a couple minutes left. So um, the things that we need to talk about is make sure you're taking advantage of our specials. We are running the Sacred Seance um, up to 10 people. It's $400. Get your friends together. It is such a fucking good time. Um, And if it looks like we don't have time to be booking it or if you're confused or whatever um all of that information is below you can fill you fill out a form and then we figure out the times and whatever um we also are running our um combined soul coaching and that is our coaching together Um, we will need to be making a video soon to tell and explain everything of what we're going to be doing because this is fucking amazing. Um, and then we each have our individual stuff as well as make sure you are bookmarking, saving the date, getting fucking excited about the Awaken the Witch Festival on October 28th. So, um, what else,
1: also make sure that you are liking this video, sharing it if you find it valuable, and leaving us a comment, giving us any feedback. We love that. Subscribe so that way you're always notified when we post another video, which is usually every Monday. We are 90% on top of that. So, yeah. um, and we're getting we're us.
0: making a different format so we can make sure of this even. So, yes, um, so yeah, make sure to be supporting us, make sure to share. Um, if you've been looking to book and you're struggling and going through all this shit, fucking get help guys. That's what we're here for. So we love you. Hope you have an amazing week and see you soon. Wait, uh, uh,